I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, hope you're having a cracking Friday night. For those of you in Sydney in the lockdown, hope you're enjoying watching the footy tonight. Kick off in about an hour or so, and I just thought I'd touch on two things uh, that I've seen in the last 24 hours that have really caught my eye. One of them is the signing of Isaac Liu by the Gold Coast Titans. Really interesting one there. We'll touch on that. And the second one, if you listen to this now and you can, go and have a look at the Newcastle Knights Instagram page. They just shared a post about Kalen Ponga. I've shared it on my story as well. So go and have a look on that. I mean, the hype around this guy is unbelievable. He is so... He's ju- he's just like a walking billboard, Kalen Ponga, and it's something that really excites me. So the first thing that really caught my eye today was the Gold Coast Titans signing Isaac Liu. I'm pretty sure it is official, and obviously he's been at the Roosters since 2013. Didn't play in their 2013 Grand Final, and he's a guy that, games-wise, I don't know about you guys, but he really snuck up on me. He's played 190 first-grade games. He's getting close to the 200-game mark. By the end of this season, he will arrive at the Gold Coast Titans with 200 games under his belt, I think that is incredible. I would not have expected him to have played that many games. He's obviously won two premierships in that time, was part of the 2018 and the 2019 premiership winning side. And as I said, part of the 2013 side, but his last game that he played in that season was in the prelim final, did not feature in that grand final. Pretty star-studded side. Obviously, Boyd Cordner returned a couple of other guys as well in that final series. But Isaac Lewis, a guy with a heap of experience. And look, I like the signing Uh, for the Gold Coast Titans. Do I think he'll be the same player at the Titans as he was at the Roosters? Probably not, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, he's always played a really good role for the Sydney Roosters. I always sort of talk about him, and people think I'm negative on Isaac Liu. I'm not. I'm just very positive on Victor Radley. Now, of course, Isaac Liu was a lock forward for a long time there. As we went through that sort of uh, Jason Taumalolo is a really good lock. We need a, another front rower at lock sort of period. And I always said it needs to change, it needs to change, it needs to change. And the Roosters, they were the first team to do it. They moved Victor Radley into 13, changed the game completely. Radley's played a crucial role in the way the game is played nowadays. And Isaac Liu moved back into their front row rotation which 
Didn't make him a worse player. Didn't make him a better player. Just utilized his skill set a little bit differently and actually utilized the 13 jersey and the, the guy through the middle as it should be. No shock. The Roosters won that grand final. They also returned 12 months later and won the grand final again. But Isaac Lou, he's been a sensational player for the Sydney Roosters for a long period of time. now. I think he'll be good for the Titans. I don't think he'll be as good as what he was at the Roosters. But he's a guy that's going to bring a heap of experience. It's a signing that I like. It sort of reminds me of when Penrith went after Zane Tedavanu. Uh, he was amazing for them. I think he'll play a very similar role, Isaac Lou. I think he'll come off the bench. Um, and I think he'll play a really good role for them. He'll occasionally jump in at 13. You've obviously got Tino there. A couple of really good forwards in most for the Waker and whatnot as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be a good signing for the Titans. I don't think he's going to be as good as what he was at the Roosters, but the Titans will say they're going to get the very best out of him and they'll, they'll you know, they'll, they'll, they'll make all the right noises, they'll say all the right things. I think it's just a little bit realistic to also be prepared that, you know what, he's probably not going to walk out of one of the best systems in the game and walk into improving but what has been a dysfunctional system for quite some time. They're definitely improving, though, don't get me wrong, and be as much of a good player as what he was at the Roosters. But I still think he'll be really solid for them. But the thing that interests me here is that if you're going to sign Isaac Lou, and we all know that Tyrone Peachy, he's been off contract for a while. The Titans haven't offered him a contract. He sort of said the other day that he doesn't think the Titans are too keen to re-sign him. All of a sudden, Tyrone Peachy's on the market. Now, this becomes very, very interesting. I think the modern game is really suited to Tyrone Peachy. Um, I think he's a sensationally talented footballer. I think he's criminally underrated by many in rugby league. Is he the most consistent guy? No. But has he always been in the most consistent systems? I don't believe he has. You can say, oh, but he came from the Panthers. They're mad. They weren't when he was there. They were very hit and miss. They were a very young squad. I think this guy needs some real stability. I think if he was to land in one of the really good systems in our competition, it could be anything. Um, You know, I'd love to see him land at Melbourne, but... I don't think Peachy is the sort of guy Craig Bellamy is going to go after. Craig Bellamy, he tends to go for guys that haven't played much first grade, that haven't been in too much systems. And from what I've been told by a lot of guys that have been through the Melbourne system and are close to Craig Bellamy, it's essentially because he doesn't want guys with bad habits. To Tyrone Peachy, there might be things that Craig Bellamy can see in him that he's picked up at the Titans, that he's picked up at the Penrith Panthers and whatnot. So maybe Melbourne won't be the landing spot, but... There's a number of other clubs that are really top-shelf clubs that I think they could do wonders with Tyrone Peachy. And I think in the modern game, with the sort of lock forwards that you play your game with, I think Peachy could be anything. I have I said since the end of last year, I mean, we all sat there and went, oh, last year, how good were the Titans when they finished the season? AJ Brimson was unreal. Fogarty was great. And I sat there and said, yeah, they were good, but, you know, they won their last five games in a row. And Tyrone Peachy played lock for all five of those games and brained it. I think he was the real underrated piece in that system. And... This season, they keep on experimenting with Tino playing lock and bring Peachy off the bench. And I understand that Peachy can bring some great impact, but I also think he's the sort of guy that you should be leaving out there in the middle for the whole game. You should just let him play footy, I think. He's got rare ability that not many guys in our competition have, and I I think that he has been wasted a little bit at the Gold Coast Titans, personally. I think he's been utilized poorly. I think he was utilized poorly at the Panthers as well. I mean, I'm sorry, he's not a center. I said this for years, and oh God, the amount of pushback I got telling me that he's a top-shelf center, he's not. He's definitely not. He's a good center. He's a better lock. He's a natural footballer. You've got to use him through the middle. A number of teams that could really do with a Tyrone Peachy. I think the Titans, they're going to do well with Isaac Lewis. It might be more so the sort of character they need, I guess. But there's not many guys like Tyrone Peachy around, and I really hope that a good club snaps this guy up because it really could be anything. And I think we're, we've only seen, we've only really peeled the surface of the sort of football a Tyrone Peachy can be. I remember him coming through at the Sharks and he was just unbelievable. Some of the stuff he was doing in Regis and he was playing in the second row then. 
Uh, and he was still defending well then. I know his defense isn't great now. It was back then, so I'm very surprised how it's sort of panned out. But the bodies have obviously got bigger. And Peach, he's probably still the same size he was when he was 16, realistically. But the skill set he's got, the natural instincts he got, he's got like very few guys in rugby league. So hopefully Tyron Peachy is able to find a contract somewhere else. Hopefully it's a good club where we can finally see the best out of Peach. you got to remember, it's just a couple of years ago, he was playing State of Origin, yeah? This is the sort of capabilities Peachy has when he's playing his best football. And whether he plays hookup, off the bench, centre, 5'8", lock, wherever the hell you want to put him, if Tyron Peachy is the best player on the field, which he has the ability to be the best player on any field he walks onto, his team will win. His team will win that game of football. He's that sort of guy. We just don't see enough of it, unfortunately. I hope he lands somewhere that they can get the very best out of the peach. Now, the second thing that really caught my eye over the last 24 hours was, of course, Kalen Ponga. He returns to the Newcastle Knights in just after an hour or so. It might have already started by the time you're listening to this. Uh, And this guy, I've been talking about this for a long time, and I spoke about this I spoke about this to Jackson Hastings a couple of months ago when I had him on the podcast, and we spoke about branding in rugby league. And Jacko, he's had jersey 31 since arriving in England. He's carried that jersey the entire way through. And, of course, what they do in England, they give their squad 1-30, to 30 and you keep that number for the season. And normally guys are able to carry this number over if they stay at the club. If they go somewhere else, they might get a new number. It can change and everything. But Jackson Hastings, when he arrived over there for Salford, he was the last man to join their squad. He got jersey 31. So he's always held on to 31 since. Now... If Jacko would have got seven when he arrived there, he's obviously changed positions and stuff since arriving, so he might not have been able to keep the jersey number seven. But it has always sort of come across to me, like why don't we start to look at, if not having numbers for players, at least having last names on jerseys. And I've been talking about this for a long time, that if you have last names on jerseys, then it means that when you sell these jerseys, the player gets a cut of this. So you think about, and and the guy I'm going to talk about is KP, and this is what me and Jacko spoke about that day, is that, like, imagine if Kalen Ponga brought out a shoe, the KP one. Yeah, imagine if on the back of jerseys of the Newcastle Knights, you had Ponga, and then you could have one. Like, could you imagine more of those jerseys would sell compared to every other Newcastle Knights jersey. Like, I, I think it would go close to they would sell more Ponga jerseys than just about every other jersey combined at the Newcastle Knights. And KP, that's his star power. He's marketable. He should be able to get a clip of that. And you've seen what the Newcastle Knights have posted the last 24 hours. If you haven't already, go and have a look at it. It is a sensational little hype video for KP who returns to the Newcastle Knights. And well done to the Knights. I'm not sure if they've made this themselves or if they've sent, they've outsourced this, but the opening scene of this is the back of KP's jersey. He's moving around and they circle the number one and they talk about KP1's back. That branding of KP1, Kalen Ponga should be doing something with this. He's got the 257 Collective, which is sensational. If you haven't listened to that podcast, tune in. I've only got into it over the last few weeks. I'm kind of addicted to it just quietly. But in this clip, the Newcastle Knights, two or three times, they highlight, they put a circle, they put a square around the number one, advertising this KP1 once again. Then at the end, it says KP1's back. This is something that Kalen Ponga should be diving into, this KP1 idea. We talked about it a while ago with Jackson Hastings. It is such a marketable idea, and that's the key word, marketable. KP is so marketable, and this is the way the game's going to be moving. Every player, they have their own brand, and it's going to matter more and more moving forward. This is something that Isaac John talks about a lot on YKTR, who I'm a big fan of, as you guys all know. He's actually coming on the podcast again in August. We're going to give a little preview of the semifinal series as it's approaching, which is really exciting. Really great footy brain, uh, Isaac. As much as he is more into business, 
sees footy really well. So excited for that one. We might even do one of these teams with him that we've been doing with the footy cards. It might be something good to do with ice. But back to the point, I just love this video from the Knights. I'm not a Knights fan. I don't don't really care much for Newcastle, like as far as caring for them more than anyone else. I obviously like the Knights, but it really got me hyped. And it's this marketability that's going to become more and more important. I was talking to a mate last year, and this is before Cooper Johns had really played much footy. And we watched him play a reserve grade game. My mate said, oh, he's not much chop. And I was like, yeah, he's young. He's still got a lot to learn. He's obviously got a lot of pressure on his back. I think he'll be a good player. And then he's like, yeah, I don't know if he'll get signed anywhere after his contract. I said, oh, maybe not. But I think that the sort of character he is, is going to help him as well. And my mate went, what are you talking about? And I went, well, he's marketable. And he goes, what do you mean he's marketable? And I'm like, well... You know, he's on social media. He's the face of all their jokes. He's, you know, he's involved in everything. He's big on social media. He's, he's on the Matty Johns podcast. He hasn't played much footy, but everyone already knows him. The players already get about him. Like, that really matters. And he sort of laughed at me and said, that's ridiculous. That doesn't matter. And I said, mate, I think it does. And I think it's going to matter more and more. And I think these Penrith Panthers, they've especially shown over the last year that being marketable, it matters more than ever. And I, I'm, if you still doubt that, I, I'm sorry, but I think you're wrong. I think it definitely matters. I look at the way the Penrith Panthers have carried themselves over the last year, social media and everything. They've been more engaging than any players or any team we have ever seen before. It is becoming more and more Americanized, and this is the way it's going to be. And I, I think it's sensational. I think what Cooper Johns has done with himself, I mean, he's come in and played first grade. For me, he hasn't absolutely brained it. I don't look at Cooper Johns and think he's going to be a superstar. I think he's going to be a solid first grader. I don't think he's going to be a star. But you know what? I'm always going to be talking about Cooper Johns because he's all, always in the front of my mind. He's on social media all the time. He's doing funny stuff. He's the jokester down in Penrith. He's obviously the son of Matty Johns, which helps his cause. Don't get me wrong. So he's on the Matty Johns podcast. He's on a few other podcasts here and there. The YKTR boys love him. All the Melbourne boys love him. Like it's, he, he has something about him that's a little bit extra off the field. And same as Brandon Smith. He's an unbelievable player. But I mean, do we, like, if you're not a footy fan, you still know who Brandon Smith is. I think Cooper Johns is going to be very similar. I mean, same as Matty Johns. If you're not a Newcastle, if you're not a fan of rugby league and haven't been for the last 30 years, you shouldn't know who Matty Johns is. But it's the personality and the brand that he brings outside of football that makes him so popular. Alan Ponga, he is a special, special talent on the field. No doubt about it. But off the field, I don't know. He's just got something about him. And, you know, I don't like to label guys as cool because it makes me sound like a four-year-old. But he's got something about him that's cool. He has just got something about him that just makes him different to other blokes. Uh, he's obviously been signed up by Nike. I mean, Nike obviously knows what they're doing, yeah? There's not many guys that Nike sign up to be lifelong partners with. For them to do it to KP at a young age, they can obviously see his talent, but they can see what he brings off the field. They know that if KP is getting around Newcastle with no shoes on, it's like what KP does, riding his skateboard with a Nike shirt on. I mean, it makes a big difference. If KP sits down to do his 257 podcast on KO now, he's wearing a Nike jumper. I mean... This all matters. This is all part of your brand. And I think it would be sensational for KP, as Jacko and myself suggested a while ago, to bring out a boot, to have jerseys with names on it, this sort of stuff. He is just so marketable. It's not even funny. And for me, I think this stuff matters more than ever. I think the Penrith Panthers, they've changed the game. We've talked about them for a while, being the new wave and the way they're changing sort of how rugby league's going. And, I mean, I remember a few months ago, we were all talking about how... um, how negative it was that the Penrith Panthers were celebrating and they were carrying on a little bit. I mean, have we all fallen in love with Jerome Luai and Brian Tai now? I mean, I saw him give Kyle Felt and be a bit of a smart-ass there, and, I mean, we all sort of celebrated it. So I think the tide has changed now, and I think we're in a new era of rugby league. Being marketable, it is more important than ever, and I think KP, he's one guy that can really lead from the front. As I said, go and have a look at this video. The 
the Newcastle Knights posted. It was posted uh, just a couple of hours ago. A sensational thing to see. And Caelan Pongery kicks off now in an hour. So I'm so excited to see him off the back of this video. And this is what KP's able to do. I remember when I was a kid. I mean, I remember going to, to, to footy training when, when I was sort of in high school. And you looked around and all the boys had these X-Blades boots. And shocked me. Ben Marshall was wearing X-Blades, yeah? Do you know how many players are wearing X-Blades now? Just one. Luciano Lelua. The game has changed. It's moved away from that sort of thing. But back then... Those West Tigers of 05, led by Benji Marshall, they were wearing X-Blades, and it was the thing. Caelan Ponga, he's that guy at the moment. He's the guy at the moment. It's going to be special to watch him over the next few years and what he achieves off the field. The 257 Collective is just the beginning. He's just scratching the surface of what he can achieve as far as being marketable. I described him at the start being a walking billboard. He definitely is. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.